Welcome to the Awesome Inside Out Podcast. I'm Sarah Ann Stewart, and I'm here to help you break free from anxiety, frustration, and negative self-talk and say hello to peace, mindfulness, gratitude, and living your best life. Today, I'm inviting you to start your week off with our solo coaching series, which offers one powerful mindset shift designed to help you boost your inner confidence, cultivate self-love, and set you up for an awesome week ahead. Because creating a deeply fulfilling, extraordinary life starts inside of you. So find a quiet place, get in your car, listen during a lunch break, or let's go for a walk. Whatever you do, let's commit to spending this short amount of time at the beginning of each week together so that you too can feel incredible from the inside out. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the third coaching session. As always, it's a pleasure and an honor to share the space with you. Thank you for being here to dive into this week's mindset shift. The purpose of all of these solo podcasts, which drop every single Monday, are really to encourage you to disconnect from your busy life and reconnect with yourself, while also providing you with a powerful new belief that you can integrate into your life throughout the week. And so if you haven't listened to the first two solo coaching episodes, I recommend going back and listening to those as they break down why these solo episodes are so valuable. But in short, by listening to these episodes every single Monday, in one year from now, you will have adopted 52 powerful new ways to relate to food, your body, your health, your well-being, and just about every aspect of your life. And so I want to make it very clear, this is not a new program. This is not to begin your Mondays with something that has an expiration date, but to discover one mindset shift to try on over the next seven days. And if the mindset shift feels in alignment, if it improves your life, it makes you happier and healthier, I encourage you to keep it in front of mind and continue to integrate it throughout the coming months. And so before we begin, I want to say thank you again so much for being here to do this work. It's so important that you're reminding yourself how to fall in love with your body and your life first from the inside out. And with all of my podcasts. If you enjoy this content, the absolute best way that you can always support is by sharing it on social media and with the people that you love or leaving a review. These reviews mean the absolute world to me, not only because they help continue to grow the podcast, but because they help me reach more individuals who are in need of healing their relationship with themselves. And so thank you so much if you've already taken the time to leave a review, and if you haven't yet, it would mean the absolute world to me. Also, make sure to stay till the end as I'm going to offer you some applicable takeaways and a fun challenge this week to upgrade your health and your well-being. All right, let's get into it. So in the first coaching episode, we discussed surrendering to and accepting your beautiful body to really access the self-love that already exists within you. And last week, we discussed how you can love yourself and still have this desire to grow, evolve, and always become a better version of yourself. In that episode, we further covered the concept that often we struggle or we get complacent because we have a subconscious belief that we're not worthy of our deepest desires. And so, for example, many of us carry a story or stories such as, I'd be happy if, if I could just lose those last 10 pounds 
if I could fit into last year's jeans, if I could maintain a new health protocol for just a month. And sadly, we believe that if we hit these said markers, we'll finally feel comfortable, complete, and worthy. And then at the finish line, we could stop striving for anything more. But the energy of complacency and settling isn't actually inspiring us or moving us towards our goals, especially if the goal itself comes from a sense of feeling unworthy or not really diving deep into our own intuition and trusting or recognizing what we truly want. And so in short, when we don't feel worthy, not only do we settle for less than what we deeply desire, we also sabotage, which is what we're going to talk about today. So before we dive in, I just want to again remind you that if you haven't listened yet to the first couple solo coaching episodes, I recommend after you listen to this podcast, scheduling some time over the next few weeks to dive into those powerful mindset shifts as well. All right, so let's dive into the mindset shift for today. So simply put, when we feel less than, we often sabotage our efforts. When we start working hard towards a goal, then we often make choices that don't align with that goal. And maybe we're aware of it and maybe we aren't. Sometimes we even choose to label this behavior as self-love. I love myself, so I'm going to party hard on a Friday night. Or I love myself, so I'm going to eat specific foods that really don't make me feel amazing from the inside out. And so I trust that if you're here, you probably have done this. And I get it. This is a hard one to confront because often our minds don't want to believe that we would actually create stories or behave in ways that would prevent us from having and living the life that we actually deeply, deeply desire. The life we know at our core will bring us the most joy. But at the same time, our minds also have a hard time deeply believing that our bodies are a vehicle to experience more joy, aliveness, happiness, and pleasure if we allow them to be. And so the goal of all of this work and the goal of these podcasts is to simply align ourselves with our truth. And that looks very different for many of us. So at the root of all of my coaching is that only you, deep within you, know if you are showing up for your best self, happy where you are in your body, or you aren't. Only you know if you're happy with your life, happy with your relationships, career, families, community, and so forth. And to identify this truth, it first requires the inner work, meaning connecting to the feelings of worthiness first and identifying what it is that you actually desire. And so this work is really about connecting to your inner knowing and your vision for the future. And then from that place, identifying if you are making choices rooted in self-love in every moment because you are actually so happy and in love with life exactly as it is. Or maybe you're not making choices that are rooted in self-love simply because you don't believe it is possible to have the life that you are deeply worthy of. And so, for example, it's really up to you connecting to your truth. I'm an advocate for loving your body as it is, if that is your truth. And I'm also an advocate for, I want to become stronger and run a marathon, which will require an intense amount of working out and a nutrition plan that supports that desire. That might be your truth. And so again, it's about connecting within and feeling what's true for you in that moment. 
And you can love your body as it is and still have the desire to become stronger and to run a marathon. Another example, only you know, is certain foods that bring you joy and comfort but might not make you feel great after is an act of self-love. Only you know if staying up late, maybe binging on a television show, is an act of self-care. Only you know whether or not you should sleep in and skip your morning workout or push yourself through the exhaustion that you might be feeling. Only you know how to relate to your health because it's your body. And only you can determine if these practices and choosing certain things are this act of self-love or self-sabotage. And so what I'm getting at here is that my heart often breaks, not in the choices that individuals make, but when individuals don't believe their dream health and that life is possible, and then they settle. And this is what we talked about last week. And when they start to make progress, they sabotage. And so the concept of sabotage is huge, and there's multiple layers to this. But in short, often we unconsciously make choices that don't align with our highest good because we don't feel worthy of the new version of us that we are becoming. Or we question who will we become if we change. And so we question how our life will change if we begin to change. We are scared to leave the current discomfort, which feels comfortable for more discomfort. And so I want to point out There's absolutely nothing wrong with backpedaling. In these moments, it's empowering to hold compassion and love for ourselves. And it is always empowering to offer ourselves forgiveness. But as we become aware of this pattern, as we become aware of settling, as we become aware of sabotage, we also become empowered. And so the mindset shift I want to drive home is this today. Self-love is not the same thing as self-sabotage. Self-love is most often Not always, but most often making decisions that are aligned with your higher awareness. They're aligned with the vision of your future. They're aligned with joy and happiness and love. They're aligned with thinking about where do I want to be in one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And so from my experience, making decisions out of a desire for long-term health, true self-love, begins to heal our sabotaging energy. It begins to heal those sabotaging thoughts, those feelings, those emotions that begin to surface. And so when our short-term vision naturally aligns with our long-term goals, we can make those healthy changes and choices that really nurture the relationship with our mind and body. And so what's so empowering about this is that we also can make decisions more easily when we're aware, right? This is all about self-awareness. So when we become aware of our subconscious thoughts and our programming that may be holding us back, we get to then make a different choice moving forward. And so let me explain this concept a little bit further with a quick story. And so when I left the modeling world about a decade ago, I went backpacking in Australia and I was literally screaming from the rooftops. I love myself, so I don't care about my body or my weight anymore. And so this translated to eating a lot of fast food, bouncing from hostel to hostel, drinking a lot of alcohol, and really completely disregarding my health. And although I consciously wanted to get better 
from an emotional and mental perspective, I believe that because I wasn't in the modeling industry anymore and because I didn't need to be a certain size, I could eat and do whatever I wanted with my body. And so not only did I think it was okay, I thought I could really get away with it without any consequence. And so I created this story that my new habits were an act of self-love because it was no longer depriving myself. And so this is something I hear a lot in my practice, which is, well, I'm not depriving myself, so I must be living from a place of self-love, right? So in my experience, unfortunately, all of these behaviors contributed to more unhappiness within myself because they weren't being fueled by real self-love. It was an illusion of self-love. And so my health started to decline in a whole new way because of my poor health choices. And so I was really fatigued. I was unable to feel good from the inside out, which created more body frustration and more anxiety and sadness and loneliness. And so I continued to live from this belief that because I love myself, I'm going to continue to give myself permission to do whatever I want. And I'm going to eat foods that I know weren't the best options for me. And I'm going to skip my workouts and I'm going to drink a lot. And this lasted for quite some time until I began to recognize that running from the inner work was not an act of self-love. And making these choices day in, day out was not an act of self-love. It definitely took time, but I feel like I'm finally at a place where in each moment I get to choose what feels in alignment. I get to choose what feels to me like an act of self-love versus self-sabotage. And there are days where drinking a glass of wine for me is an act of self-love. And there's days when it is more an act of sabotage because I know that that glass of wine will lead to another. And so again, only by disconnecting from the comparison of what other people were doing, was I able to really connect to my inner knowing and trust my own truth. And so today I'm going to ask you to consider where you might possibly be sabotaging your health, your well-being, your greatest potential, because maybe there's part of you that doesn't feel worthy of the things you know at your core that you deeply desire. And at the same time, deeply recognizing that you are worthy of radiant well-being and offering yourself compassion and love and grace and understanding for any of these sabotaging thoughts, emotions, or feelings that might be surfacing. And so this week, take some time to become a witness of what it is that you deeply desire but won't allow yourself to step into. And how can you offer yourself so much love and compassion in these moments? When you catch yourself maybe slipping into sabotaging habits, pause. Notice what emotion you might be avoiding or what just happened in your awareness that might be keeping you from believing you are worthy of your goals. And then check in with your higher self, your future self. What do you need to change in that moment to align your present needs with your long-term goals? And you can always come back to this one question. Am I making this choice from a place of deep love for myself? And so I encourage you to write down the patterns that show up. What do you notice? And revisit your journal periodically to track your growth. And I also recommend writing down this powerful affirmation too. I'm worthy of my dreams, goals, and desires. 
Self-love is at the core of all my decisions. And so before you go, I encourage you to mark your calendars for every Monday so you can make these 15 minutes part of your routine, a sacred time we spend together to support you through these coaching experiences. Also, if you loved this episode, you'll also love my episode with Amy Stanton, Ignite Your Femininity for a Healthier, Happier Life. Now, before we go, maybe you're struggling to tune out others' opinions and honor your inner guidance. Maybe you need a community that supports you on that journey. If this resonates with you, I invite you to join the awesome Inside Out Facebook group. It's a private, safe space filled with beautiful hearts coming together to encourage and uplift one another. Also, drop me a message on Instagram if you've been listening to these solo episodes. Let me know what's been resonating and what do you want to hear more about. I'm here to support you and, of course, celebrate you. Make sure to tag me in your stories. You can find me on the gram at Sarah Ann Stewart. And until next week, I'm sending you a massive virtual hug and so, so much love. All right, that concludes this podcast. It is my honor to always share with you. But hang tight because I have one last thought. You are here right now because you are ready. Because while many of us share the feeling of wanting more, not everyone is willing to do what it takes to get it. But you are here, you are ready. So this is your opportunity now to take what you just learned and implement it. Make a pact with yourself to put just one thing into action. Just one. Write it down, do it, and share it with me. And if you benefit from it, it would mean the world to me if you could please spread this movement and share it with one person who you know would also benefit. We are all in this together, so thank you for being here and part of this movement.